live from Palm Springs, where we're both unfortunately missing the Father's Day brunch at San Vicente Bungalows. So Father's Day Juneteenth collab brunch. I'm assuming San Vicente Bungalows doesn't do a ton of Juneteenth stuff. I don't know. I don't check the programming. Uh, I'm a little hungover. You're Chris. You're on. You're on island time right now, right? You're on holiday in Palm Springs. I'm, on, I'm in Palm Springs. It's about a hundred degrees. I bought a new um, three-inch inseam Prada bathing suit uh, on the way down. So life is life is pretty good, bro. You know what I mean? How- okay. So you you found out. Do as the locals do mm-hmm. and throw some money at the problem. And that <laughs> problem being your life. That well, the problem being my my thigh exposure. You know what I mean. It needs to be greater, and I wasn't finding. You put in all. You put in the work. I put in the and work. You might as well show it off. I put in the work. I might as well show it off. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Really, I'm just. I'm still kind of reeling from the absolute just what drake has done to me like the emotional highs and lows of the last 48 hours since honestly nevermind has dropped it's just it's put me in a little bit of a spell because it's truly one of the most boring things i've ever heard in my entire adult life and i don't kind of know how to manage my feelings if you and could you help do me. a lot of boring stuff exactly that's what i'm saying i'm the king of boring stuff so it's like if if if, if I, I didn't i didn't know something could be this boring yeah there's there's been a lot of stages of of grief grieving with the, the five stages of mm-hmm. of a drake record you know there's the there's the denial there's you know all that stuff when it first came out everyone's like oh shit i heard a rumor that drake is gonna do like a dance music album oh the summers yeah. this is about to be city girl summer this is about to be a wave you know etc cetera, etc cetera. <laughs> <laughs> and then i found out that the person that made all these beats was this this fat dj named carnage who's like in you know like but can you explain because you explain burritos are his identity in life you know i I was gonna ask what should i know carnage for something besides having a video game a video game (laughs) tag as his dj handle (laughs) he's like this he's this guy that made like bro edm dubstep and then he sort of evolved into a more like housey kind of producer guy but you know you still can't wash that bro step stank off of you but no of course but can you explain to me why he's getting the call he speaks fluent uh hip-hop okay is the is the situation so that he's he's able to do like like he's done like migos records and okay like okay produced a lot of rap music okay so he can kind of like speak the language and he can say no cap and he can you know <laughs> do draw do pop okay and things like so he that. can he can go up and sit with 40 and smoke some of that legal canadian uh herb yes 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 well that's not a good enough reason for me to make a bad album when there's a million a million i mean pierre is happy to come downstairs anytime <laughs> you know what i mean i don't really, i don't know what the problem is i was actually having this conversation i mean we, this conversation has happened many times and over the last couple of days at first i was really excited i was like oh these are beats that i can get behind I never really cared about Drake singing about anything anyway, so whatever. It's that's kind of a, a moot point there. And I was mm-hmm. like, "This is going to be the album of the summer," and then it really degraded quickly once everyone realized. So I want to be clear. Mm. Yeah, I want to be clear though, as a as a person who does appreciate this kind of music in theory, you like this more than when Drake is good, in my opinion. Or you're also mid on this. I'm mid on this not because of anyone's fault other than drake and the people that (laughs) um (laughs) the people that should be telling drake no when they keep telling him yes oliver i know you're listening 
let's go let's let's see what's going on with that but you know the beats like it could have been it could have been something and it reminds me of when uh sorry when when uh, kanye would release unfinished demos and it would just be like a sick ass kanye beat and him being like like humming humming the melody yeah humming the melody of like i'll figure out what words to say later on but i'm just i just can't you know, getting a feel for it deal. and then just smashing the release button and i being can't done deal like i literally I, I listened to it once all the way through and i was like damn this is really like it, it it it's disappointing but i mean hopefully this means that he'll just be back within six months with some bangers because he'll listen to this feedback and people are i saw people posting like drake is number one on he's got all the top songs on the on the mm-hmm. apple music dance chart i'm like yeah how hard is that bro are you fucking kidding it's drake <laughs> like, like who gives a shit dude yeah yeah drake, drake has 20 number one songs on the dance chart of beating out people that none of us have ever heard of before like mm-hmm. I, I don't that, that's not really an accomplishment uh unfortunately it's like being the number one podcast in the health and wellness category or something <laughs> yeah it's like okay yeah the competition is is the uh antithesis of stiff yeah um but i've i've it's it's tough it's been tough for me i gotta be honest i was really looking forward to it i was very excited and like i said on twitter i thought it could unite this country a little bit <laughs> um and that's unfortunately um kind of not what not what happened it has done quite the, the opposite th- we 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 podcast in a nation divided i know once again we, we podcast in a nation divided but i i know yeah I, i'm in palm springs we came down yesterday just for a quick you know blast of the beautiful la sunshine mm-hmm. um it's I love Palm Springs. It's still a place with no good restaurants. And the only reason I come here is to hit my favorite gym. Just want to give a shout out to um <laughs> to kind of to kind of my favorite gym here. Um that might be Loki the, the gayest thing you've said on this podcast. I only go to Palm Springs for the gym. It's called it's called World Gym and it's got it's huge. It has everything you need. It's next to a donut place and a shopping center. Honey, when I say everything I mean everything. I was the youngest gay man there by 20 years. Youngest in charge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was the youngest in charge today. There's nobody there that's uh, under the age of 50 except me. Mm -hmm. There was not a single there's not a single woman. And if if you want to feel something, you need to go to a place like this as a man with your Nike shorts on and be ogled at and feel like it, it makes me feel like I'm in the best shape of my life. Okay, when you say feel something, that means specifically the male gaze. The gays, gays. Yeah, it's nice to be appreciated strictly for your quads. You know what I mean? Like they're not looking at my. Mm. You know, they're not saying they're not like, oh, Chris, yeah, oh, he, yeah, he shaved his head, don't love it. Oh, yeah, wow, his <laughs> his arms are kind of skinny, or like, oh, yeah, he's a little, yeah, I don't know. His Yo, ladies can like ladies can like calves too i've seen i know i know they can but but it ain't the same it ain't the same it ain't the same as a 60 year old desert daddy kind of wearing <laughs> where like all these guys also the, the outfits are crazy they just wear the, this like dick whatever they can find that shows off their dick the most that's what they wear <laughs> like it's like it's a regular pair of shorts and they can't it's too hot for for heather gray sweatpants so what uh, are some of these dick dick windows doing there was just one guy that looked to be at least 75 and he's like wearing these shorts that the way they it's just like the outline of his penis is so clear mm-hmm. like it's it's shockingly clear it lo- it looks like a a a a vision like the clouds have parted and there here's this penis right and it's it's <laughs> It's because he's it's because he's choosing he like choose he's not wearing any undergarments with a certain kind of shorts. Mm. It's like a choice. His penis area woke up and chose violence today. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I had a great I had a great uh morning over at World Gym. Shout out to those guys and and just all the all the bears at the front desk. You guys keep showing me love. I'll keep coming back. You know what I'm saying? What's the uh what's the sauna vibe there? 
I didn't dry wet. What's go, what's going on? I didn't step foot in that, and there might not be one, but I'm going to guess wet if I had to choose. <laughs> You're like there is currently a legal investigation uh, going on right now involving mm-hmm. the sauna has been has the sauna been, uh, <laughs> the sauna at world's gym in palm springs is where monkey pox started that's the wuhan wet market of, of monkey of sexually transmitted monkey pox you walked in you saw some guy serving the sauna itself paper court court papers he's been subpoenaed you've seen some shit we're gonna make you squeal. I'm just gonna leave these right here. You know what to do. Um, yeah, but it's it's so you know we we've we've done it all. It's been great. Uh, but you, mm-hmm. I, I missed an activation in Los Angeles last night where you finally got to build uh, with former guest and short king Benny Blanco. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I, I was yeah. We were invited over to uh, to Benny's house. It was a salad freak activation with uh, with some Davide was cooking the Italian food up as well. It was just a feast among creatives, and it was beautiful. Okay, so it was an intimate meal, and you know the pretty much it, it, the the good part about Drake is it gives everyone something to talk about that isn't like an, a Hulu show. That's for, true. for one week. That's true. And I got to chime in and weigh in on my thoughts on. Yeah, this can you with, let me? I was wondering what little Dicky thought of Drake. That was the number one question I had for you. So thank you for kind of bringing that to our attention. No, nobody was 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 super feeling it. I got. Um, I think what the I finally figured out the final point of it when we were. I was talking about this with Kashmir Cat, uh, producer mm-hmm. extraordinaire, mm-hmm. and he's you know he's like this soft spoken kind of like Swedish bro. We were talking about how like Drake is good when he's singing and when he's doing hard rapping. So like a Drake banger doesn't mean necessarily it's like a club smash like you know turn up song. Like true, true. He has a lot of quote unquote bangers that are you know soft voice singing on there. So in the same way that you can't just say like this is a bop or this is a banger, it's like a feeling, you know. And 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 basically, mm-hmm. you know, the consensus was just like. Every time Drake puts out a record or any of these people put out a record, there's always like a few on there. You know, there's there's bullshit, but there's always a few bangers and there's not one banger, hard or soft on this record. There isn't not even one. Not one single banger. I agree. And it, it, it pains me. But yeah, I mean, I'm glad to hear that. Well, the bangers. I'm glad to hear that other members of the music community are are kind of uh, agreeing with us for once. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I would love to know what I, I would lo- also. Did you ask Little Dicky about like what he thought of Uncle Tupelo's kind of early stuff, or did you? Did you guys not get to that? Yeah, the, he was the only person that uh, that I didn't really build with a ton. Did Davide? Did you have to help him at the pasta station? Was he overwhelmed, or was nobody he pouring would the let op- me? No, nobody would let me help. It was a. It was a. The kitchen was packed full of pros, so I wasn't. So who's 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 cooking? We got Jess, aka Salad Freak. We got uh, yeah, Jess Salad Freak is making uh, a bunch of salads, and they're all delicious. You know, a little Caesar, a little burrat, things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Benny made like a crab pasta that was very nice. Maddie Matheson. So earlier in the day, they pulled out a bunch of wagyu steaks. Mm-hmm. You know. From uh, from the free from the freezer out in the backyard. I was going to ask if there was a freezer in the garage or if there's no. I know he doesn't drive, but I'm sure he keeps a couple of Maybox just kind of yeah. in case. You know, <laughs> there. Yeah, you know, like like your parents probably have like a fridge in the garage for the deer kill and things like that. That's right. That that's as well, right. but it's just yeah. imported A5 Wagyu steaks. And okay, so they were they pulled some steaks out of the freezer 
in the afternoon and then mm-hmm. put them in the jacuzzi and literally sous vide <laughs> these wagyu steaks just straight out of the, the the bag you know no seasoning no anything okay into the jacuzzi four hours at 106 and then maddie pulled them you know kind of dried them tamped them and then hit them in the broiler it, it's nice to be around people who have worked hard made a lot of money and are enjoying it and spending their money in a fun way of just like mm-hmm. i'm gonna buy this 500 dollars worth of meat put it in the jacuzzi for a while and then maddie matheson's gonna come over and and finish it and cover it with flaky salt and some lemon juice i was gonna ask if i i, I get to eat it yeah i mean was there a dessert like was there a pastry chef or or is this a purchase dessert i just want to get the full kind of story there's a there's a, a woman there who made a, a seasonal i think uh, apricot galette mm. the poor man's pie the special olympics of pie making anyone can do it no shade of course it was delicious loved it a little fresh whipped cream but the the real piece de resistance was the the heiress of <laughs> russ and daughters <laughs> deli was there just bopping in she kind of had a mrs Maisel feel to her did she bring did she bring some smoked salmon or something or was it just like she For, was yeah so if we finished the whole meal dessert the whole thing and then the Russ and daughter's heiress has the long blade out and she's got no she's got a half a side of salmon and she's thinly slicing it to order and i'm i'm grabbing the <laughs> the knife i'm i'm picking up a little bit i'm i'm putting it in cashmere cat's mouth and he's going oh this was so delicious and it was just it was a, it was strange to have smoked salmon as the final course. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done the coursing that way exactly, but it was still it was still so amazing. I thought this was going to go in a different way, where she was going to slice up some, you know, when you eat it like per se, and they give you the 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 granola for the next morning. I thought this was like that kind of vibe. Like we're going <laughs> to that's what I was expecting as well. Send us home with a little yeah a care package. Yeah, that's great. Well, I can't wait to we're going to see maddie's new show tomorrow night actually so i can't mm-hmm. i can't wait to see big dog on the big screen the bear premiering on fx soon i can't wait to i, I hope i have fx i'm pretty sure i do <laughs> it's on hulu don't worry oh, okay thank god well i'm glad you had i'm glad you had a good weekend jason how are you feeling today maybe a little maybe a little hungover just a wee bit hungover i'm i really decided i only want to drink martinis that's it in terms of alcohol so i only i only had local or sustainable biodynamic wines last night mm. and i think the sugars kind of got to me a little bit so i'm not feeling 100 <sighs> man i hate to hear but, that. you know a wrong that i'll write tonight on uh on my on my father's day dinner oh are you are um, you in down in orange county we're going down to the ranch mm. steakhouse oh perfect perfect because yeah. my bo- biological didn't bother so i'm gonna get me a tomahawk <laughs> a tomahawk ribeye god damn it <laughs> I'm not the stepfather, but I'm the father that stepped up, and I'll be... That's right. Orange County this evening, 6.30 res, CB time. I'm jealous of the 6.30 res. We love that. Well, I, I am... But, yeah, um, but but long story short, my insides are really fucked up, and I'm not feeling good. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but I also love to hear that. You know what I mean? At the same time, I think it makes for mm-hmm. makes for kind of like an e- excellent day uh, for, for me <laughs> and yeah. you. A little something for everyone, yeah. And I'll, I'll, after this, I will be drinking drinking uh cold brew just clacking away work working all day i know that you're envious of me working all day while i'm envious of you poolside having some what is it called when you have like water what was that like the alcohol like the cocktail with like 
sparkling water and, and vodka it's like something water i don't know what that's called ranch water maybe maybe ranch water they have at the bungalows oh ranch water is actually i'm sorry ranch water as i believe is a brand of texas-based hard seltzers i apologize for that confusion okay um i am jealous of course <laughs> of you of you working hard today um it's you know it, mm-hmm. it, i had to go i mean just to let you understand kind of where i'm at i had to obviously i'm i'm rising quite early mm-hmm. and uh I had to go to a Starbucks reserve <laughs> this morning. That was the only thing that was open. That's part, that's part of the fun of, of of being on holiday, though, having a sneaky Starbies. Well, yeah, maybe Alex had like a nice coconut latte. I, of course, mm. had the nitro cold brew, which tastes like mud ran through diarrhea but the um <laughs> the the a rare die die reference from chris i like this I, I didn't like to do it but i had no other words the mm-hmm. the, the scene wrong coming the scene at a six fifteen a.m <laughs> starbucks reserve in palm springs is one of the honestly it's sk- it's skid row how many people were were actively reading the bible at, when you walked in the door funny you said there was one um the, the dead ass there was one but there was like there was like the, the guy in full also especially father's day too well it's i mean who's the bigger father than jesus well i'm saying you're in palm springs it's father's day oh, and I it's see. a bunch of people yeah, yeah. who their their father kind of stopped talking to them in 1974 well the, the my favorite guy was the the kind of the classic like not trans not um not RuPaul's Drag Race, but somewhere in between, like a full-size, overweight man with the blonde wig and the fingernails. Mm-hmm. You know, having having an espresso in a paper cup at 6.15 a.m. is just like, what is <laughs> in more... full beat as well? A full beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, did, you, it's absolutely... did, did, did they them have their YouTube handle as a sticker on the back of their car? I didn't see their car, but I guarantee... Or their makeup tutorial channel that I, I guarantee... is low-key killing it right now. I guarantee you, I guarantee you that the, the all-new <laughs> Nissan Z in the parking lot definitely had the, hand, the YouTube handle on it. No problem. This thick... Thick Ultima Leaser <laughs> has over 400 subscribers and growing. And growing, yeah. Just click below to link it to, to subscribe. But yeah, it was a pretty twisted. <laughs> it was a pretty twisted scene of that. There was a guy. There was. It's just like people wearing like a lot of clothes when it's already 100 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. Also having a hot coffee, which I don't. We're not in Morocco. You know what I mean? I don't understand <laughs> kind of the methodology there. <laughs> totally. No, but, the hot hot liquids on a cools you down. You know that, right, Chris? Come on. I've heard that before, but as a person who still likes their water cold even though all my health food stores tell me not to that's like something mm-hmm. I, I don't no, no, no. I, I don't subscribe to but oh jason somewhere we we do have a special guest today a rare we could gab all day i wish i could but instead we're going to listen to a, a, a very interesting interview with an interesting and legendary man i mean so we talked to bob left sets over the we had, we had to do some back-to-back pause because of legend scheduling but bob obviously if you know who he is you're gonna listen to this legend if you, scheduling if you don't know who it is bob left sets is a is a kind of music business uh talking head who's been who's been um saying it has a newsletter even by carrier pigeon since 1986 now it's obviously an email um it can be everything from you know it it literally goes from the Stones and the Eagles to to the Weekend and Fauci. You know, he really covers it all. Or like, you remember that one IHOP on Sepulveda in nineteen seventy four? 
he gets into a little bit of that, but we also get him to tell us that he does go to Nobu and Malibu. So that's that's a nice treat. Yeah, you should go back and listen to that episode. It, it popped up yesterday, and if you, or I guess two days ago now, and if you're like, who the fuck is this, and why does it look weird, just give it a try. Long story short, it's basically just Chris Black in the future. Yeah, unfortunately, I did feel a little too seen, um, but, uh, you know, it could have mm-hmm. just been the polo he had on. I don't know. Uh, but today, mm-hmm. today we were able to speak to uh, the legendary frontman of Jane's Addiction, Porno for Pyros, the inventor of Lollapalooza, a man who looks great for his age and was mm-hmm. drinking a Stella Artois at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. That's Perry Farrell. Mm-hmm. And and um, uh, I just this was really this was fun mm-hmm. for us. I don't want to speak for <laughs> both of us. It was fun. It, it won't be fun to edit because he was he was tough to keep in one place he likes to move around a lot during the podcast but this guy is like a this guy is like certifiably on another planet and the coolest like he's been famous for too long and he just operates how he wants to but he has such a nice outlook on life i was honestly kind of moved by the whole thing he has when you know when some people like when you or i smile it's like this smug motherfucker and when he (laughs) smiles it's it's like it's like a three-year-old innocent child smiling. no that's a good point like, yeah. it has like it's just exuding pure love yeah from him no he really is a special like i i didn't fully get it until we had the had the conversation luckily the video was on mm-hmm. um but yeah he's he's a great guy he seems to have it all figured out he's he's pinching nugs he's hitting the waves <laughs> he's got kids that, can you imagine he's got kids that, he's got kids that are in high school can you imagine this guy's your dad so cool so cool but they're going porno for pyros is reuniting um and and also the jane's addiction smashing pumpkins arena tour what a lineup is coming jason and i will be at the hollywood bowl uh show um and uh hopefully we'll be backstage with perry kind of hitting hitting the um hitting the hookah you know what i mean before <laughs> before the before the stage you know we'll, we'll do our best um but yeah jason um have a wonderful day i appreciate you um and to all the dads out there uh please stop posting and um to all the girls with dads please stop posting pictures of your dad um <laughs> We know they we know they used to be hot and now they vote for Trump and have a truck. So it, you're not fooling anybody. Yeah, all y'all little hot dads have prostate cancer now. <laughs> yeah, no, they ain't shit. I know your dad had a six pack in 1972, but that motherfucker now looks like he needs lap bands. So <laughs> he got lymphoma now. His dumb ass, little ugly ass. All right, guys. All right, and happy Juneteenth as well. How Long Gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from i don't like anyone if you're thinking of starting (laughs) therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online 
Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Yeah, look, we're doing pretty well. I feel like I'm hearing some birds chirping, which makes me envious of your location right now i'm in a canyon okay so you you got no cell service but you do have birds and wi-fi butterflies lemon trees life is but a dream it's beautiful <laughs> you got you got any you got you got a lot of deer i got a lot of friends in the canyon who are the deer is just tearing up the garden perry really mm -hmm. i've got a garden but i'm putting it on my roof so i can't get to it <laughs> i'm sorry okay so you're doing a you're doing a roof garden is this a new addition to the to the feral mansion is that the idea yeah okay so yep. are you growing or is there some vegetable production or is this just beauty in the next six months i'm gonna have a rooftop garden with you know california type of um, vegetation or vegetables sure and when i got um flowers maybe a pot plant or two <laughs> tomatoes you know okay so you're 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 a green thumb in more ways than one um and i'm <laughs> i'm glad to hear that are you doing now are you tending to this as like a meditative hobby for yourself or is this something that maybe someone comes over and does for you if you know what i'm saying no I, well they're coming over to help me put it together you know you need the irrigation yeah. system mm -hmm. yeah of course there and once i'm up and running i want it to be about you know, go up there in the morning, check out the surf. I could see the waves from my from my house. It's about three quarters of a mile from the beach, but I'm up high. Get those binoculars out. I have some <laughs> binoculars, <laughs> mm -hmm. and then um, a couple, two or three lefts, and then uh, and then I will maybe pinch a bud off. Mm -hmm. and then, uh, maybe I'll have some tea with me. I, this is all just like you said, it's just all a dream at this point. Sure, but I, I like to get into your headspace and know what a dream state for you looks like because I think our dream states are quite different, but yours feels right for you, you know? Yeah. How does it feel knowing that you can legally grow weed in your house? Is that is that something that you're used to now or does it still feel a little surreal to you? Are you guys allowed to grow weed where you live? Yeah, we both we're yeah, we're both in LA too. No, it's wonderful. 
to be able to at any moment, at a moment's notice, just say, I, I just think I want to, you know, smoke. So do you? <laughs> so are you an early riser? Because you strike me. I know. I know you like to podcast in the late afternoon. But I, do you? Are you an early riser by nature? Well, let me see. Uh, you know, I don't really have a set sleep pattern, especially in my line of work. You know, if you get too used to going to bed early, sure, it can end up to bite you in the butt when you've got a, a you know, a show at eleven or midnight. Mm-hmm. You know. So, you know, for a while I was taking sleeping pills, you know, and I thought that was the answer, but (laughs) sleeping pills, you know, I didn't like it because after a while I was starting to get like night sweats. Yeah. Mm Because I guess the the sleeping pills, yeah, you can get addicted to Mm -hmm. them, right? Oh, yeah. And and plus, I don't like the hangover that a sleeping pill gets you, you know? So what I like to do is I try to get my sleep by uh, working out and doing yoga before I go to bed. So, you know, I'll, I'll expend energy and then I'll also be stretched out and relaxed. But as an example, last night, because I had a lot on my mind, and that's really the reason I don't sleep these days. Hey, <laughs> the reason I don't sleep much would be all it's all up here it's all like mental like you're mm-hmm. you know you're still spinning out about some disrespect that happened to you that <laughs> afternoon you know what i mean i look if that yeah, guy yeah, yeah. i know what it's like to get the tesla bumped in the ralph's parking lot we've all been there you know it's it's <laughs> you not know what I mean? it's not great you know it's not great pavilions for perry if he's over in malibu <laughs> but i think that the i think that this is a so so you like to you expend your energy in hopes that that will allow you to sleep, even if the mind is still on. Yeah. I mean, you, you do the best you can. As an example, mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys, you guys work out or do yoga. We yeah. do. It's a big part of this podcast, actually, our fitness journeys. So mm-hmm. it's, this is a perfect topic oh, for us. You know, you do yoga for as much time as you've got in the morning, right? So you get up in the morning because my my boys they they just graduated high school or one of them did anyway but so i was getting in the pattern of getting up at seven just to see him off in the morning make their peanut butter and jelly <laughs> no he, he didn't like to have breakfast so i just hang out mm-hmm. see if i can get any information out of them <laughs> you know? uh-huh. while they're still groggy yeah that's a good so, I- anyway, good idea good idea you know it, it's like you do the best you can last night i didn't get to bed till four in the morning if i can't go to bed I'll go to yoga. Hey. <laughs> What's your dog's name, Perry? Cloud and Storm. Hey, uh, <laughs> this is Stormy. Oh, Storm's a cool dog. I like Storm. Yeah. He's a handsome fella, isn't he? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The other guy's too big to get in my lap. So <laughs> if I can't go to bed, I don't go to a sleeping pill. What I'll do, well, I might. <laughs> but I prefer not to because those things give you a hangover. And I don't, You're talking about like an Ambien or something over the counter? Yeah, it could be an Ambien. But I know, honestly, I don't dig them. I don't dig them that much. No, no, no. Yeah, you got you got real cloudy the next day. Yeah, you know. So I just spent my my brain power on writing a song. So I wrote a really good song. Amazing. Now, are you saying are you saying you're getting up and you're strumming the acoustic, or you're just writing lyrics in the notebook? It could be anything, right? But uh, but typically, what it is is, yeah, I go to poetry. That's the first step. And do you do that now? Do you do that in bed, or do you have to get up and kind of go to your study? You might do that in the downward dog. Yeah. So another one of my projects. <laughs> no, I, I, another project I've got is I want to 
I have a, yeah, man, I'm at that age where I might be getting myself a little second room <laughs> away from my wife. Hell yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, what do you, you know, I, 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 you have such a flair for design. Have you started kind of picturing what that's oh, yeah. going to look like? Oh, yeah. Okay. So what do we, what's, what's in here? What do we got? Also, I like, I like second room because some people will say my office, my study, my man cave, second room, second room is very interesting choice of words. So it's going to be right off of the rooftop mm, garden. Okay. <laughs> you can't beat that. Man. You're going to have dad's lair upstairs where there's the full garden and as mm. well as a, in, in an enclosed area for you to do whatever you need to do in there. Right. And it's right above my room Mm -hmm. so it's almost like the attic is now going to become a rooftop garden slash uh my my launch pad Mm -hmm. my like emotional (laughs) launch pad where i can look out into the world okay i can look down on Mm -hmm. like i say go check out the surf now i'll be able to go and pinch your butt off and then i just imagine (laughs) i love to read that helps me to go to bed sure i love to read all through the day but uh, if you're almost asleep but can't quite, try reading. And then if that doesn't work, then um, you can do, you'll do more yoga. That's the best time, mm-hmm. in all honesty, to do poetry. And that that will turn into mm-hmm. a song. Mm-hmm. So I don't waste anything. I, 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 appreciate, I appreciate this. And I think that every man, no matter what age, does need his own space. You know, I think you're, I'm glad you came to it now. Um, and it's important for all of us. And that's something that we kind of stand behind here. Yeah. Cool. So what are you going to put in? What What are you going to? Are you going to soundproof this thing? Are we going to like put down some Persian rugs, a television, or is it more of like an ashram vibe? I want to have it feel like I'm I'm looking on a map, so I have to have a map, a big map. <laughs> okay. And then and this is where I'm gonna I'm gonna bring Lollapalooza or Jane's Addiction or Porno for Pyros or Heaven okay. After Dark. You know, like where am I going to strike next? On the party scene. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So it's a it's an area for you to not only get some work done and, and write and do a little yoga, but it's also a way for you to visualize the future, both both in your mind's eye, but also on the map on the wall. Yeah, I've got to get a great map. The president <laughs> has like he has his war room. You right. know what I mean? And this right. is like the love room. This is this is whatever. It's like the war room, but the opposite of war. The peace room. The peace room. The peace, the peace room. room. Okay. Yes. You go there, okay. you got all these That's TVs. Exactly yes, yes. Let's kiss that guy. Let's DJ at that after party. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck He's that not guy. To the party. <laughs> but I forgot to invite that guy. <laughs> okay, so it's Friday. We're over in, in the boo. We're having a nice cold Stella. I gotta say. I'm I'm very envious of your situation right now, Perry. It seems like the the way that you're living life is it's I'm I'm envious of it, and I'd like to have I'd like to absorb some of your vibes today. What's what's stopping you, my friend? That's a great question, and it's I'll say this now, J- Jason. Jason does a lot more chores than you do. Is my guess. I'm not in the point. I'm not at the point where I'm able to like when when the dogs were barking and you and you were like. Let's. We gotta take care of that. When the dogs are barking, I'm. I snap at myself. You know what I mean. But I. I will. I will be there. You're a little bit older than us, so you know we we're working our way there. So I will be there. But nothing. Nothing is really stopping me. But sometimes I just forget to have like an afternoon beer on a Friday after a a, a good long week's worth of work. You know, Jason, it's a commandment. Mm-hmm. You must have a peaceful 
happy Friday. Mm-hmm. You know that. I know that. <laughs> I know that. Well, I just you I just that? ate an edible, so there you go. I, you know, you inspired me to do that. Sometimes when I have a guest, commandment. When we have a guest on, I'll be like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't. You know, maybe I should have a more sober mindset. But you have allowed me to relax a little bit. Yeah, I'd be pissed and, off and really enjoy my time. You were too uptight right now. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, as the as the sober guy in the duo, I'm I'm uptight, so we can't have two of us. You know what I mean? It's got to be you got to kind of split the difference. Well, when you say sober, what do you do to uh, relax? That's a great question, uh, and it's t- it's pretty tough for me to relax. <laughs> but exercise uh, combined with tennis, um, and then al- also I'm a um, yeah. I'm a reader as well. Uh, but, but it's, it's, unfortunately it's, it's as, as the phone has taken over, it's becoming harder and harder to concentrate like during the day, you know, though, don't forget about those paper books. Oh, I only, yeah, I only read paper books, but the, the lure of the phone. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I know. But that phone's not that good for you, especially long-term everything from the radiation to like when you mm-hmm. look at it you know what that's doing to your eyes oh he knows he all knows. The, the, the blu-ray going into your eye that goes into your brain gives you uh you know all those advertisements they have today for migraines yes mm-hmm. yes <laughs> you, you're getting them by looking at the television that's t- giving you a commercial about a migraine what a racket <laughs> Great point. Great point. I should have thought of that. That's a great well, point. Well, every every good businessman sells the drug and the cure at the same time, or sells the disease and the cure back to you. You know. Yeah. You know, you've been living with a different set of responsibilities for quite a long time, so I feel like a Friday for you can come any day of the week, depending on what's been going on. No, but there's a special time every day, uh, every week. There's this the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And that was the best, that was the best commandment that they put in there. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> chill out. <laughs> You're Take right. Take a minute to chill out. You're right. That's one thing I can relate you to. That's to. the one thing but I can relate But sometimes, you know, Chris is the kind of guy where, like, for me, it's like, hey, chill out. I'll be like, great. I'll lay on the couch, kick my feet up, have a great time. But Chris, he kind of needs someone to hold. He needs four strong men to hold each one of his limbs down. Mm-hmm. And then he'll, you know, then he'll sort of re- mm. relent after a while. Really? Why? I, Perry, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, <laughs> this is how I'm wired. I mean, I used to be, obviously I was a drug addict, so it was pretty easy then because I would just get fucked <laughs> up and feel great. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but once that is off the table, you know, things become a little different and you got to kind of find your way, um, which I think that maybe in my, I'll, I'll begin to relax as I get older. I'm in, I'm creeping up on 40. Oh wow! Yeah, so I have some t- I have some time. I think. Yeah, we yeah, we got to move time. Chris from the fight or flight into the into the rest and digest mindset. Have you taken on hobbies as, you, as you've gotten older? Because maybe that's what I need to do. You know, I'm always interested and fascinating with creation, so I'm always creating things. Like, mm-hmm. um, as an example, so you had uh, Jane's addiction that brought Lollapalooza. And then fast forward, you know, then Torn of Papyrus came after that. And then, you know, Satellite Party, then Kind Heaven. Now we've got a, um, mm-hmm. a new emerging kind of a mini festival or a club that's emerging mm-hmm. now, uh, Heaven After Dark. And so that's what I do is I'm always occupying my time in the creation. I'm always trying to create something that uh, we can uh, 
use on Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> so what what what's up with Heaven After Dark? You said it's a it's a club. Is this here in LA or is this a traveling thing? Yeah, right now it's it's in Los Angeles, but we have designs to to take it around the world just like Lala. Just like Lala. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, and then I'm writing music and uh thinking about the show, but you know, essentially we're writing music all week mm-hmm. for that party <laughs> that's going to become eventually it'll get, you know, into a, a bigger and bigger and a wilder and more exciting uh-huh. situation. What a dream. And that's what I occupy my time with. So as long as it's, as long as it's good stuff like that, but you know what fellas, you know, life has a funny way. You think you you're in the clear. And then something just pops up and you just go, oh, no, (laughs) now I got to worry about this. You know, I got to put my time thinking about this and what are they thinking and all that shit, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think the best thing you can do to counteract depression is to just be as truthful as you can be. Mm. Truth is what we're all pursuing. What was it? I wrote it down. (laughs) Recognizing Jaws existence <laughs> okay. and when you say jaws that's j-a-h not j-a-w-s ja. Ja Rastafari. Ja okay so we've okay this so we've been pinching some buds already today <laughs> stormy come on stormy stormy come on okay so i'll so of all the through all the years of bud pinching and consuming marijuana bud pinching i love it (laughs) favorite way to consume i obviously in the 90s we were hitting the three foot the six foot bong maybe Uh blunts spliffs (laughs) you know Uh bubblers Mm -hmm. you you know resin hits all those things how do you how do you take it on a daily basis well i can't i can't smoke very much because of my voice you gotta you gotta you gotta protect the instrument, the money maker. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I sacrifice. Uh, <laughs> I I will only smoke like let's say there was a gang of shows, and then I don't have another show for like a month or something. Mm-hmm. And I'll smoke after that show for a couple of days or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just put it away and start getting back into training. I enjoy going out for a walk with Storm and Cloud. Mm-hmm. and singing out on that walk mm-hmm. and sounding good and, and knowing in my mind and in my heart that I'm going to be really good the night that I perform. I would rather have that feeling in my heart than uh, than the joint. So it's kind of like I, I, I give something up yeah, yeah, yeah. for something better. Damn. I can't wait till I have something in my life that's better than marijuana to give up. <laughs> <laughs> he's still it could be an eternal search for you jason damn that's i mean i just love the thought of you out there in the canyons walking around with a couple of dogs just just belting out songs out into the world yeah the squirrels and the birds are the only one who can hear you yep and hawks that's and a, the hawks of course and the hawks of course i mean do you, ha- <laughs> do you do you have a strict a strict are there things you have to avoid besides smoking to keep the voice in check after all these years no dairy maybe yeah little dairy mm-hmm. you don't do a lot of dairy because that's just mucus yeah <clears throat> you know you never really seem like a dairy guy though really <laughs> what a dairy guy like you know what he's a dairy guy what you say <laughs> no 
He's not much of a dairy guy. <laughs> when I would watch you on when I would watch you on MTV, you know, I'm watching the Ben Cott stealing video for the four millionth time as a youngster. <laughs> And I'm I'm thinking this guy's eating you know some some tofu Thai noodle salad or you know things that are bright mm-hmm. and yeah. and leafy greens mm-hmm. and and healthy and things like that and not a lot of Velveeta and stuff you know and, and you said to yourself you know I noticed he's staying away from the dairy section did you notice that <laughs> and the video <laughs> yes, takes exactly, place exactly the, you can see the dairy in there and he's <laughs> yeah. clearly avoiding it. He, yeah, he yeah, danced he, right. He by skipped it. right by it. Uh, <laughs> skipped right by. Yeah, it. I don't. I don't do much dairy, but I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to ever say I'll never do it because it's kind of delicious sometimes. Sure, there is a certain yogurt that mm-hmm. you guys can have. Okay, or I we can all have that's actually good for you. So most of the problems with dairy uh, are due to the fact that the way that they the modern dairy farm mm-hmm. gets the dairy product. It's full of hormones and mm-hmm. this and that, right? But there's a certain yogurt. It's Bulgarian mm-hmm. from, from Bulgaria. For some reason, their yogurt is really good for you. I try to avoid things that more than anything, I try to avoid foods that would like uh, affect arthritis. Oh. In other words, like the body swelling, swelling sure. joints and things like that. Inflammation. Yeah, I try to avoid foods that inflame. Mm-hmm. That's good advice because you got to, I mean, you're still squeezing into some pretty small pants. So you got to make sure, you know what I'm saying? The waist is snatched. You know, you oh, gotta, I know it, man. I know. It's really impressive. Yeah, I, let's I, think about that. Let's think about that. That's all. That's all. That, unfortunately, that's all I fucking think about. That's why I'm so stressed out. You know, the leather pants are fitting a little snug these days. You know, oh my God, am I going to fit those pants? I think a lot of the, you know, you're doing yoga, you're eating well. Is there some other, because, you know, as Jason and I get up there in age, we need to kind of learn from our elders All about right. kind of how to stay like what's the are you getting facials like what is the what is the skincare routine looking like well yeah so are you guys both single no okay who's asking your wife <laughs> or your girlfriend or your boyfriend mm-hmm. will have products <laughs> yes they're into products. botox <laughs> and you just like look over there and say What's that, you know? And then they'll, next thing you know, they'll be smother, smothering you with it. I have, there's drawers of products all over the place. I have no, I'll, I'll never have to buy a thing again. And that's another thing you do when you're not quite too tired to sleep or, or not quite tired enough to sleep. Go and mess around with your face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're doing a couple masks at 2:30 a.m. with the rerun. Okay, that's Maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, Maybe that's a good use of time. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna be writing my jaw poetry, I might as well do it with a with a matcha facial scrub mask on. <laughs> I gotta use this time wisely. I gotta double put dip. my P50 on if we're gonna be doing it. I get it. Yeah, that's good. That's good advice. Recognize jaw's existence. <laughs> Recognize Jaws existence. <laughs> okay, so you, how long have you been uh, been in your relationship for, Perry? Oh, with Etty, maybe 24, 23 years as a relationship. Mm-hmm. And we've been married now, it's going to be 21 years. Oh, wow. Okay, that's a long time. And you've had to buy her a lot of products over the years, haven't you? I, you know, it's not anything I have to do. She's so into the products. Mm-hmm. I just sit back and I wait for the boxes to show up <laughs> and i just shake sure them. sure like, you don't 
<laughs> you know what I did? She, she's got so many boxes. You know what I did? I went and bought a Christmas tree. And I put it in my living room. And now you walk in really? my house, you're like, wow, yeah. That's the best, because that, that's actually a thing that we talk about a lot on this show. Not a lot, but when we have... Yeah. Have, <laughs> Let me show you. So this is a this is a year-round <laughs> Christmas tree in, in the living room. Man, do you get boxes all year round at your house? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> See, look, this thing, I just got this. I don't know what this is. Oh, shit. See? And for listeners at home, this is not just a Christmas tree. This is a hot pink Christmas tree. And it's lit. It's lit up, too. It's it's currently lit at two in the afternoon. (laughs) Now, my question is, did did she think this was as funny as you thought it was, or was it maybe a a joke that only went one way? I think I actually let her off the hook, let let the pressure off, because the house was just full of boxes, man. Rather than complain okay. about it all all year long, long I just said, um, you know, how would you feel about a pink Christmas tree? So it was <laughs> so it wasn't a surprise. You got clearance before purchasing the tree. Yeah, yeah. And oddly enough, it probably showed up in another box, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Chris and I spend a few hours every week just breaking down cardboard boxes for the recycling bin, and we're not even famous, you know, so. People will have whole rooms. A dedicated room. Where they just live in. But the tree is the best idea I've heard. Yeah. That's, that's by a country. Yeah. Mom. That's God tier stuff right there. That's jaw tier. Right <laughs> jaw wisdom. Jaw wisdom wants to know what's the game plan when Christmas arrives? Are we going to do double tree? How is this going to work? Um, or are you guys a Jewish household? Well, we are Jewish, but, um, all people are welcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we we love to pray with all people. We love praying together. Okay, mm-hmm. well we'll look for our we'll look for our Christmas dinner invite. Uh, we'll I'll send you our address. It's no problem. Okay, I'm vegetarian. What do you guys do? But Jason eats everything. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a big Christmas guy, if I'm being honest with you. Um, but I I'm I just don't. It seems like a lot for nothing. You know what I'm saying? No, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I make just it mean, clear. I just mean, you know, I, I, I had we had an aunt and uncle in my family who uh, were uh, pretty wealthy, and they would have people come over and decorate their house for the holidays, and it was this beautiful, you know, it was such a beautiful thing as a kid. You're like, this is fucking crazy. It's like I'm at you know Santa's Wonderland, and then as you get older, and you realize that you know. That costs a lot of money. You got to get all these people gifts, and it's like, oh, you know, man. I'm not a big. You got to get people <laughs> gifts. <laughs> Look, per- Perry, I give, I give gifts, I give gifts year round. Okay, so I don't feel like I have to blow my load at Christmas. You know I what I mean? I just thought. Fi- I just find like it's the food isn't great. It's just a lot for a little. You know, I'd rather I would rather continue my days as normal. That's all. Yeah, I. You know, it's funny. I wouldn't know because being Jewish. We never celebrated Christmas, mm-hmm. but being around Christians, so many Christians, I kind of saw it just slightly through their eyes um, what Christmas was about. And <clears throat> it's, um, let me think about this. How should I say this? Well, the first thing is, I do think it's a little funny that uh, Jesus wasn't actually even born then. Like you come to find out it was some like leftover That's right. holiday from people that love trees. Armistice Day, right? Yeah. And yeah. it was a pagan holiday. So why they would do yes, that? Why yes, did he just yes. say, no, yeah, no, yeah, guys? Right. 
find out when he was really born and celebrate then. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you got to like put up? What do you got to make? That would make more sense. Holiday. Not when it's not really his day. Look, it just it works better for Jesus's schedule that week. He kind of had to move some things around. <laughs> if it's all the same either way, we just like to keep it at the twenty fifth. I am yeah, Jesus's assistant celebrating Jesus. I think Jesus is awesome. <laughs> yep, Jesus rocks. I would help if anybody want to like get it his birthday right. Mm-hmm. And let's fix this shit. I, I, okay. Do you know when his actual, is it like January 9th or is it like? I don't know. We don't even know. God only knows. He's not only Jewish, but he hasn't looked on Wikipedia. I mean, it's, you know. Jesus? No, you. No, I'm <laughs> saying the birthday, the birthday. So you're saying your issue with it mostly is that it's not the day it should be. I don't be. have an issue. You don't have an everybody issue. Everybody wants to like wear orange underwear on Wednesday, the 23rd of June. Mm-hmm. I, I'll wear orange underwear if it makes you happy. I like that. My, I don't have an issue with it. I just think it's funny <laughs> looking at it <laughs> from a person who's not a Christian. Like if I was starting from scratch and wanted to put a holiday together for my buddy Jesus or my relative, because I know he was he was a relative. So uh-huh. why why did you borrow? somebody else some other holiday i just sure. don't understand okay. so maybe you guys can tell me no i look i you know i was raised in a baptist household i attended church every sunday for years and unfortunately i don't have the answers for you mm-hmm. you know this is above my pay grade see something's wrong with that we got to get to the bottom of that yeah. you're right i i will talk i will talk to some of my local clergymen and kind of try to find out what's going on here yeah yeah i think i think chris needs some some Sabbaths in his life, maybe. And we can we can get down, man. Let's find out like what would be the best holiday for him. Hey, if you want to keep it where it is, I'm good with that too. I love to me, I actually love it when it's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. I actually do enjoy giving presents away. I'm sorry to tell <laughs> well, you. Well, I bet you do. I, 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 Perry, I bet you do. And I, I don't, you know. Look, I love, Chris and I love giving somebody a thoughtful present that's wrapped mm-hmm. with love and care. Mm-hmm. But the going, the shopping for it, the figuring out what you're going to get, the traffic, the waiting in lines, all yeah. that stuff, it can be a little overwhelming. Luckily, yeah. we have online shopping now, but it kind of takes some of the romance out of it. Perry, do you do you double park the Rolls Royce at the Grove? I don't think you do. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's a pain in the ass. No, I got. I have a pretty good. Uh, I have a pretty good <laughs> Christmas story I'll share with you. Okay. Please do. So you know, Please do. <laughs> um, although. Uh, we we don't celebrate exactly uh, how Christians do it, but we still love to give presents at that time and take holidays and go somewhere. So <clears throat> one Christmas I was shopping around. It was um, almost midnight and I finally got my ass out, out onto the streets to buy presents. I went to Kids R Us. This must have been maybe 15 years ago and I'm going up and down the aisles and the aisles mm-hmm. are really picked through. There's like maybe one football and it. it's a Nerf football and it's got a big chunk out of it. Like <laughs> not top quality stuff. L- looks like Lollapalooza <laughs> after everyone left. Yeah. Just shit everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Buy the trash can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. I see there's, uh, yeah. Um, there's Chris from uh, uh, Soundgarden. Oh, wow. And he's walking at me and he's got a, his push cart. What, what's, is it, this is in LA? This is where? Yeah. So he passes me and he says, Hey man, 
I look in his push cart and he's looking at my push cart. <laughs> I've got all these balls, you know, boy toys. And he's got this big pink box. I look at it and, he, and he's looking at mine. <laughs> so it's obvious I've got boys and he's got girls. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like Chris and I were always kind of uh, competitive, shall we say, you know, both lead okay. singers and, and good bands. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I look at, and um, I see this big pink box and he tries to brag to me. He says, I got the uh, last fairy castle that they had here. <laughs> and it was, it was a big pink fairy castle. He had every right to brag to you. It was an impressive castle. <laughs> That's my Christmas story. I mean, the fact that the fact that you two bozos were at Kids Are Us it. at midnight says that that's really everything I need to know. Everything, right? <laughs> that's everything I need to know. I mean, it's a, it, look. It is a special holiday. Maybe I'll maybe I see it in a different light now because you find so much joy in it that I'm starting to kind of see things in a different way. <laughs> I only see it like I don't have to work and I can go and do like either I can go surfing or I can go snowboarding. You know, I I bug out. And uh, nobody expects much from me. Of course, that's not really the case. My wife expects a lot from me, and my and my children. But I don't mind. Even even when you're a guy who's prone to bugging out, the old ball and chain still wants to get <laughs> get a pound of flesh, huh? Yeah, but you know what? I'm good with it all. Really do. Of course, it's it's worth time. it. She pushes yeah, no, you to I be can... the person you need to be, right? Just about. Just about. Are you are you a big are you guys a big Hawaii family or are you are you a big Hawaii guy? Yeah, you strike me as the type. Love okay. Hawaii. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's for me, but I'm willing to explore. So just just say to yourself, John made all this. <laughs> You're right. Okay, so <laughs> I've got to recognize this is Jaw right here. Okay, if, <laughs> if it's the Four Seasons, then it's Jaw. If it's if, <laughs> that that's that's how I, that's how kind of how I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look at it. Uh, is the is the jaw suite available this weekend, guys? No, man. You, you just look out there and you see this amazing golf course, and you go, "Jaw made all this." Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's jaw. Jaw made the fourteenth hole. Jaw Nicholas did this course. Jaw created this sun trap. Okay, so I want I wanted to talk to you about the 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 DJ game, Perry. Yeah, I know that you've always dabbled in in the DJing world. Are you still are you still mm-hmm. you still got some decks in the in the piece room upstairs in the attic? Oh shit, decks right here, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> right Damn. by the bar. I got a I carved out a section right at the bar. I've got a fucking whole setup. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Every night. <laughs> okay, so I bet your I bet your kids I bet your kids love that. They do. Okay, so you you're playing on vinyl still is what it looked like. Well, I play off anything, but I prefer to play off of vinyl. It's yeah, I still do. And is that is that just because that's kind of what you grew up on and and that's what it is, or what what do you think the philosophy or the why the jaw? What's the jawness? What's the jaw level of vinyl compared to CDJs? Yeah. So yeah, when I was a little boy, uh, there was like forty fives. Mm-hmm. I grew up. Uh, I was born in 1959. So by the time I can, you know, kind of walk around, my big brother, I had a brother 10 years older than me, and I had a sister eight years older than me. So they were way into music. Mm -hmm. And they would, 
they would have makeout parties and they'd play records on the porch, you know, in Queens. Hopefully not together. Queens, that was during the <laughs> British invasion. So you can imagine, you know, the Beatles and the Stones were popular. I was, I was living in Flushing, Queens in the early 60s. Just mm-hmm. like the nanny. Music was incredible in those days, you know, Motown and, mm-hmm. and you know, the other side of it, rock and roll was just unbelievable. My brother and my big sister would buy records. Then when I got to be old enough where I can buy a record, I, I started buying records. And I, I can remember my household exploding when we would be listening even to the radio and the right song would come on. Dogs would be barking. <laughs> my brothers and sister would be doing dances because in the 60s, it was very popular to know different dances, you know, like, you know. Whatever. This is the jerk. <laughs> this is the monkey. The monkey, you know? <laughs> so we all, we all danced and sang. And, um, vinyl was specifically, it re- specifically triggered. Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember being down in the basement watching my big brother making out. <laughs> I would be the bartender and the DJ. Really? Yeah. So literally, so literally, you recreated your childhood damn club setup in your own house right now. You have a bar and turntables yeah. right there, and then yeah, I guess so. people come over every night to make out on your sunken living room <laughs> with all of your couches, and then you just play some <laughs> tasteful electronica. I make out, <laughs> and then I go and play it. Turn. You're like, hold on, babe. I gotta go switch this record out. <laughs> True. <laughs> what are you, what are you gonna what 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 kind of stuff are you gonna play tonight for tonight's makeup party? Tonight's makeup party. <laughs> I am playing. Let's see. For listeners at home, we're going back to the back to the booth. This morning, I was playing Dylan and Cash session. Okay. Bob Sick. Dylan, Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. Later on, I'm gonna play some Marvin Gaye. Great for the morning. Classic. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Getting it getting it started early. Got some Andy Warhol, mm-hmm. uh, Velvet Underground, Stone Roses. Damn, let's okay. go. Now now we're talking. Pet sounds. Wow, you really it's classics only. And then John Cage mm-hmm. for some real out there shit. Maybe I can put this on right now because I could probably talk yeah, about John Cage. Right? It wouldn't be great for the edit, unfortunately, <laughs> but we can do it for a brief moment. Oh, all right. If you're now, if you're DJing at a gig that you're being paid for, what are we playing? What yeah, is, what are we playing in the club? What are we playing in the club? And if you, if you are playing John Cage into Pet Sounds in the club, then I would like to come see that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring I'll bring a folding chair and some some peyote because that'll be a ride, <laughs> <laughs> and I won't be able to stand. <laughs> if I were to play the the party, you'd have to tell me who's going to be there, where it's mm-hmm. going to be, and what time and all that. It all really matters. Um, if you're talking about dance, mm. I would be playing, at this point, I'd be playing mostly my own remixes, working with artists that I've been working with, Victor Ruiz, okay. uh, Maceo Plex, Sasha, um james lavelle so these yeah so like you know late 90s early 2000s la club scene all these guys were really no, that was th- it these are brand well new i mean cats. some of the, some of those people not all those people well, sasha is old, old school of course mm-hmm. but um mm-hmm. no and then and then i would definitely get into uh let's see uh um, osama abdullah do you know who she is no she's an incredible 
Palestinian so, okay. DJ producer Guy Gerber. Oh, red uh, red axes. You know red yeah, axes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Okay. So, uh, do you do like, um, like ayahuasca type, like real heavy stuff? <laughs> it's a little based on your musical, but you know. I feel like the the music that you, you like to kind of be put into a trance, you know what I mean? Well, when you're talking about uh, tr- trance, yes, you would want to be into a trance. <laughs> Less so if you're uh, put, letting the dogs out for a pee. You know, you might want to hear Bob Dylan <laughs> uh, singing with Johnny Cash. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So that's how it goes. What <laughs> is your So what is your musical discovery? <laughs> like, are you checking out Spotify new releases? Are you getting emails from friends? Like, where are we? How, how are we discovering the new stuff? <laughs> well, I have very good friends, sources that uh, fill mm. me in because of the fact my position as a, as a producer um, I produce house music. You know, I like co-produce house music. So mm-hmm. all the artists that I mentioned to you, I have recently been working with to produce tracks. So I get their names from, mm-hmm. I have a fellow, Johnny, what's his last name? Johnny Hudson. So Johnny Hudson is, he's kind of like an, an agent, if you will, putting mm-hmm. different house artists together. Mm-hmm. Um, his company's called Remixology. Oh, okay, okay. I put the I put the music out myself, and then the mm-hmm. the artists put put it out on their label. So we share the track, mm-hmm. so I can go off and DJ it. I see. And they can go off and DJ it, and then we can also come together and perform it live, PA. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm doing with the dance world. But when it comes to the other tracks. I like to just go record shopping Sick. with my boys. So you just hit Amoeba and start and start digging. Yeah. I don't even like it online. Because, you know, now you got people that are trying to, like, get up in your face. And if they got <laughs> some kind of uh, uh, algorithm that's going to start mm-hmm. changing people's minds when, <laughs> you know, the music's not even that good. <laughs> but they got the algorithm thing going, you know. <laughs> I don't trust it. I don't. I don't trust either, and it's made to not be trusted. I trust me and you talking. Yeah, you know? no, I I agree. I think we all have those friends that that kind of put us on to new music and introduce us to things, which is mm-hmm. you know an important relationship yeah. for every person. That's it. I mean, my my closest friends have the best taste in music. I would say that about Jason to an extent, but he's he goes a little more electronic than I like. I'm kind of a, <laughs> a guitar guy. You know what I mean? Uh huh. I like both. I like analog and digital. They all have their Certain, like I say, certain time of the day mm-hmm. in a certain location with a certain uh, listener, it'll it'll move around. You can't have you can't have you know techno gone. I know I always find it funny when people are driving around and they're blasting techno or they're riding their bicycle to techno. Yeah. Those guys are so funny. They're so hardcore. They're like diehard techno. <laughs> Yeah, it always makes me wonder what's going on inside their head. Are they really enjoying it? Are they really enjoying this, or is this like a weird punishment that they're giving to themselves? Or they haven't come down yet, so it's like, keep it it going, keep it going. Yeah, that's that's very that's more. I I would hope that's it, but it probably isn't. I finally, unfortunately, we can all relate to that. I was yeah, Yeah. yeah. I was in I was in New York last week, and I got up to run early. 
and I finally, it has been years, I saw somebody leaving the club when I was up exercising. <laughs> and it made me feel exactly. so good about myself. It made me feel so good about myself that she was leaving the club at 7 a.m. Yeah, when, I was, so when I was doing that at that age, I would have never assumed that I would be waking up at like 6 in the morning in, on purpose, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a punishment. Are you now? You guys are getting ready. Are you getting ready to go on tour pretty soon? Right? Oh, we have the Blasco Theater. That's going to be that that club thing that I'm telling you guys about. Oh, okay, 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 okay. In three weeks, we've got that a club that it's a, for right now. It's a quarterly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, you guys should come for sure. Oh, we're going to come. We'll be there. You've you've sold us internally. Uh, All right, cool. Cool. I've been to the Belasco. This is a this is a 360 experience, isn't it? Oh no, it's it's fantastic. If you dig art, <laughs> the MB arts, <laughs> it's the place to be, man. <laughs> so there's going to be a gallery. These people, the art of Elysium, have a gallery going down, and they also have performance artists mm-hmm. that are really interesting. I was hanging with one. Mm-hmm. Her name is Rain. Phoenix. Do you guys know Rain Phoenix? <laughs> no. no. What, what is her? These 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 could be your cat's names, though. <laughs> what are what is her discipline? Her discipline is well, she's an actress. Her her brother is. Um, oh, she's River. Is she River's sister? Yeah. Okay. 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 Oh, got it. Got so it, she's it. part of the collective that is the Art of Elysium, and her thing is more. I think. Okay, so her thing is she's got an organization called Launch Left. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's uh, people that are odd fellows, kind of. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do know. We kind of did that math. We kind of did that math to begin with. <laughs> yeah, odd ladies and fellows. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and so we had a great we had a great chat yesterday. So her whole thing is, you know, left of center. Mm-hmm. It's okay to feel left of center, but I think the universe is so big. I don't think there's such a thing as left of centers. Wherever you go, you can straighten the left of center out. You could also make it right of center too. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's right. I don't know. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, she's going to be there contributing. Mm -hmm. It's basically an art collective with musicians and artists and early adapters, newly emerging, the newly emerging, you know, Mm -hmm. the, um, Terribly overworked and fatigued, and you know, a little kidding. bit. And then you guys are going on tour with Smashing Pumpkins as well, though, correct? Yeah, that's later. That's later mm-hmm. in the year. Mm-hmm. When is that? Uh, November in L.A. November in L. Yeah, we'll see you at the, we'll see you at the Hollywood Bowl. You know, yeah? I mean, we'll be friends there. What's your yeah? So what's your relationship with Billy these days? You guys are just buds. Yeah, he's a really he's a really uh, <laughs> talented, deep thinking fellow. I I love his. Music and I love his family. Yeah. He's a great. He's got a great family. I love his music as well. I don't love his interest in wrestling as much. I do. You know? <laughs> I do. I think it's a weird. I, I I know he's into cats, which I don't love, but the wrestling is the wrestling is too far. The wrestling is such a curveball for Billy Corgan. You gotta love it. Yeah, but that's what I say, guys. Those wrestlers are amongst <laughs> the greatest entertainers on earth. Mm. They they do need. I would love to give wrestling a makeover myself. Sure, sure. Because I do recognize those cats are so gnarly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel for those cats to a degree because <laughs> musicians we go out on the road and we run ourselves down, mm-hmm. you know, to the point of exhaustion and we get injured. I've got injuries. Mm-hmm. You know, throughout, I've sustained injuries 
throughout the 40 years I've been entertaining, I know how they feel. You know, they they put everything into the ring like we do everything onto the stage. So there's their mm-hmm. mutual respect. I have this respect for them. Yeah, for sure. And and what they got going on with them, a little throat coat ain't going to help it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that is no i mean they're, they're sacrificing their body and their mind for the pure sake of entertainment and that's the most selfless act you could ever do you know you know and they put their bodies on the line just because they want to be loved just because they want to be loved because they need to be loved yeah and it's worth it don't for them we all? don't we all man don't we all <laughs> but but also like you said at the beginning of that point wrestling does need a makeover i don't like the branding for it very much at all it needs to be cooler and sexier yeah i can take it out there man <laughs> i like that I, i'm sure well, send over the deck I'll, I'll put it on the wwe's desk for you i think i'm gonna do that i was I gonna say I'm I'm, i think this it's a is good a great idea. idea to create your manager is is in the back of the zoom going like oh great now we're gonna rebrand the wwf motherfucker <laughs> i'm not billy the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I see billy i is, see right, i see right. i because I watch you guys on on Howard Stern, you know, and I'm we're big Stern heads over here, and you've you've gone many times over the years. Did you listen to Stern like in New York at any point, or did you come to it later? I have listened to Howard before, as much as I listen to morning radio, which is not that often because sure, um, I find myself being fast asleep at that time. Sure, 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 sure. But so you like you like him enough to listen to it if you're on it, let's say. But I love Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. I think he is so special. He is so he was such a great individual. I agree. Look, I'm I I just think that it's a it's a funny thing that like certain people get it certain people don't you know what i mean which is is but it's so big at the same time it's a it's a good barometer test if you can go on there and go with the flow and answer his questions and then you're like okay that's the kind of person i like you know you can learn a lot he had a movie out private parts private parts Mm -hmm. if you watch that movie you get really a lot more insight because you get to study him you get to look into his eyes. He's got these really beautiful blue eyes. Mm-hmm. He's a very sweet man. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I would love to stare into his yeah. big, beautiful eyes. We'll see how well this podcast does. You know what I mean? Uh, unfortunately, Jason and I aren't going to be duetting uh, anytime soon on the Howard stage, but hopefully we can get there one day. And they're telling me I got to wrap up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's all it's all good. We've done it. Uh, Perry, honestly. It's a pleasure, man. Thanks so much for joining us, uh, and um, we'll see you at the at the Hollywood Bowl, if not before. Okay. Take care, fellas. We'll talk to you soon. God bless. Job bless. Job bless, Perry. Job bless, Safari. Man, she 